Every scout deserves a trained leader. Join us Saturday, February 3rd for the University of Scouting at Chattanooga Prep. Come share in this great learning experience with scouters from across the Cherokee Area Council at all levels of scouting. Registration is just $30 and includes lunch and a day of classes for learning and networking. The 2024 University of Scouting, February 3rd. But hurry, registration closes February 1st. Go to the calendar at CherokeeAreaBSA.com to sign up today. The rustle of leaves through the wind. The hoot of an owl. Crickets. The crackle of a well-built campfire. The sounds of nature surround us all. If we can just find it through the noise of everyday life. If you follow the scout trail, it'll lead you to nature, to real life skills, leadership, and much more for the youth of our great nation. Welcome to Scout On Chattanooga, a podcast designed to encourage and embrace youth leadership right here in our area. Now, from the scenic city, here's Sean Whitfield, Jared Pickens, and Cubmaster Kyle. Hello and welcome to another edition of Scout On Chattanooga. I am Sean Whitfield. Joining me is the CEO and Boy Up Boy Scouts of America, Cherokee Area Council, Jared Pickens and Cubmaster Kyle. Good afternoon, boys. Howdy! Oh, my. <laughs> I did that on purpose, Kyle. It's already starting off that way. I like it. Kyle, you're feeling good. You're feeling good, Kyle. Yeah, man. Feeling froggy, you know. Froggy. Feeling froggy. Hmm. Hey, man, it's an exciting podcast today. We're giving out our annual Scouties. I know. So, yeah. so for those that are possibly listening for the first time or have just started listening recently and they're going, okay, wait a minute, what is the Scouties? Jared, Kyle, share with everybody what the Scouties is and how did it get started? Well, that's a great question, Sean. Don't get too quick on <laughs> so, <your> so, <laughs> I'll tell you, Kyle... Why don't you tell them from your perspective, and then I'll I'll tell them what really happened. Well, uh, Jared came to me and he said, "Hey, uh, um, we need like an end of the year podcast where it's not necessarily a guest; it's just we're kind of talking about the year." And I said, "Okay, let's give out awards." And Jared was like, "Yeah, what's some kind of cool name we can call them?" And then he said, "We should call them the." And then I said, "We should call them the Scouties." And he goes, no, that name is horrible. Let's think of something else. And then we decided <laughs> to call in the Scouties. <laughs> so, so some of that is that how it went. Some, some of that is true. <laughs> but what I remember was that Kyle came to me and he was like, "Hey, Jared, I'm gonna need to order some patches." <laughs> For 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 fun, because I don't have about enough. the podcast, and I said, "Well, Kyle, if we're gonna order patches, don't you think we should do something with them?" And he was mm-hmm. like, "I don't know. What do you mean? What do, what do you have in mind?" And, <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's true because he's laughing. And and then I was like, "I don't know. Like, give them away to like guests or something." He goes, "Okay, fine. At the end of the year, we'll have a podcast episode. We'll call it the Scouties. We'll give the patches away." And I was like. Oh, that sounds cool. Great idea, Kyle. So that's the way it went. Well, somewhere between those two stories okay. is probably yeah, hey, somewhere hey, in the uh, middle where, there. Where does the Boy Scouts get all their patches? Is there a is there like a national company that Boy Scouts of America does business with? 
or does Boy Scouts of America own a patch manufacturing company? Because I would almost think it'd be better off to own a company <laughs> as big as patches are in Boy Scouts. Yeah, so um, there are several kind of licensed companies that produce Boy Scout patches and all other kinds of patches, right? Because you remember the Girl Scouts mm-hmm. have patches, Boy Scouts have patches. Mm-hmm. Um, also, military veterans and military has patches. Um, you've even got you know other fraternities and sororities that have the big you know jacket patches and all that so there's a lot of patches around there and these big companies they have these kind of mass production machines that create the patches and uh, it's quite a it's quite a process yeah and mm-hmm. so uh, we have relationships with but with I've them. never seen another organization where patches mean as much as they do in the boy scouts is that a fair assessment because that's a big deal to this organization is it not yeah i mean i, I think it depends on the patch too, yeah you know I, I mean i think that and kyle could tell you better but um you know i think that really what it comes down to is in the beginning there was a quest to find something that would give young people an opportunity to earn something and to display to everyone else in their troop that they knew that particular thing and that's the birth of what we would call the merit badges. Um, and so they're like, well, you know, hey, we'll create these merit badges. And then if we need someone, one of the scouts, to show someone else how to start a fire, well, hey, if they got this skill or this particular merit badge, then they can help other scouts and other scouts will know to come to them. Um, mm-hmm. At least that's what I understand, Kyle. Hmm. Is, that, cool. is that what you understand? And then, yeah. And then it kind of mm-hmm. evolved from there. And people are like, well, you know, what about this patch? What, what about rank positions? Do they, do they need a patch? What about if I go to a special event? Hey, we'll just make a patch. And uh, I will tell you that from my son Theodore's perspective, he went to, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Cub and Family <laughs> in the fall. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if you heard of it. <laughs> and, and Kyle Croft was there and decided to have a patch uh, trading station. And my son saw that and went to the trading post and bought a bunch of patches to start trading. And he is a fan of the largest patch he owns, um, which I can't even remember what it's for, but it's kind of cool. You said so, pa- patch trading? Patch trading, yes. Like a mm-hmm. trading, like, you know, like trading baseball cards. So yeah. that means that there could be people with patches on their uniform. <laughs> that they didn't earn, but they traded. Well, these are not earned patches. So these would be things that, like, you went to an event and you got a commemorative patch. Those are the kinds of patches that people trade. People don't trade the merit badges. Gotcha. No. They and keep in forever. fact, um, the patch trading table that I started as one of my wood badge goals was um, it specifically says no rank patches are allowed to be traded as one of the rules. So hmm. it's just a fun little trading thing. Yeah, gotcha. it's kind of. But you're right. I mean, I think that that um, across the levels, the Boy Scouts of America has definitely found patches to be a fun thing, like for for everyone, right? For the mm-hmm. leaders, for the family members, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a neat thing. And and to that point, I'll tell you that after I got back from, you may have heard of it, Cub and Family. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to introduce it like that from now on, Kyle for you in honor of your hard work. Okay, gotcha. um, I went to Theodore because I got a cool special patch for being a leader. And then he got a cool special patch for being 
a scout that was there, but they they're similar, but a little bit different. And so uh, I told Theodore, I was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if because he wanted my patch? He's like, you got a cool patch. I why didn't I get that one. I said, when we get home, I'll take both of these patches and I'll put them in a little box and we can put it on the shelf and we can both enjoy looking at them together to remember our first little scouting so activity. So not, it's kind of stuff like that. So not all patches, and I guess it's not possible when you get to be like an Eagle Scout because you've accrued or, or earned so many patches, there's no way you could wear an article of clothing and get all the patches on there. So mm-hmm. I guess shadow boxes and stuff is what yeah, patches are also put into. A lot of times people even buy like a separate jacket or vest to sew their patches, their extra patches on, or oh, okay. some scouts will put them in books. You know, like, remember like baseball cards or whatever, you'd have the, the books. Yeah, they have you books like that. Slide the cards in the sheet protectors and all that foot through. They have stuff like that for patches. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah they do. And I have um, some of my favorite patches. I actually put on a cork board so people can see them, but I can easily change them out so people can look at them hanging up uh, in my office at the radio station, actually. I still have my one and only patch. Actually, I have a marketing patch too. The coveted patch. We we got a marketing patch a couple years ago. Yeah. 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 But uh, so this patch that I am looking at right now, and obviously our listeners can't see it, Scott on Chattanooga, the podcast is the patch that people will be winning today. That's That's correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And how will we get these patches to these people? They will pick them up at the scout office. Kyle's going to hand deliver them. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't know if maybe you, I, I thought maybe you might put them in the mail to them or something. Well, we we typically don't. We, gotcha. we make it a fun experience for them to come get it. But come some of these it. people, I'm sure, plus they might Kyle spend money in the scout off or scout store too. I mean, it, mm-hmm. they could, but that's not the intention. <laughs> it's a good way to generate you know economic income. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I that's think. Right. Plus, Sean, we were actually thinking about seeing if you would autograph one of them to see if we could auction it off. But I'm afraid that we would have to pay people to take it. No. Wait, wait, wait. I would need to do more than one because (laughs) the first one would go for a lot of money. Matter of fact, I have a Sharpie right here. I'll do one today before we leave. Gotcha. Look at that. Limited edition. (laughs) That is limited. Limited edition. So let's get to our what's up and our what's up segment is where we uh, share one thing going on in our world and it can be about anything and it gives you, our listeners, the opportunity to get to know us a little bit better. So Cupmaster Kyle, what's up with you, sir? No, somebody else go first. I forgot to think of one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jared, are you, are you, uh, are you doing a vacation anytime soon or kinda, 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 yeah. Going anywhere special? Um, not really, no. I mean, we're we're staying in town kind of the week, and I'm taking some time, week between Christmas and New Year's, so I'll really enjoy uh, some downtime, which would be great. And on the weekends, we're taking quick trips, one quick trip overnight to Nashville to visit family, and another quick trip to Jackson, Tennessee to visit family over New Year's for two nights. Um, but, you know, i got to be back for that Tennessee bowl game on new year's day oh my it must be tough to be a team that doesn't have a bowl on new year's day this mm. year I, I think sean's team plays you know, on january the second we're, we're still we're, we're still happier <laughs> we're we're still in a better place than the volunteers are yes. this is true but we got to take a we got to take every grain of you know every every bit we can 
I, I have a strange <laughs> suspicion. This is not my what's up, but I have a strange suspicion that uh, Florida State will uh, will find it challenging to uh, beat the dogs. Just a vote of confidence for your Georgia Bulldogs there, Sean. Well, thank you. So, uh, Hey, I'm it, a dog, too. Yeah, Kyle got converted a few years ago. Yeah. I remember. I when wish he, I'd have been converted he, away from being a Tennessee <laughs> fan. Hey, life would have been better for me for the last decade. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time the, this podcast airs, we will have all had a nice Christmas and a happy new year. And it's hard to believe that 2024 is already here. It's insane to think the year went by quickly, for sure. It, it has, for sure, yeah. So my what's up is... Have you heard about, you know, when your kids were growing up, you know, Sean, you have older children now, mm-hmm. high school and college and, and that age group. So um, did you ever do an advent calendar when you were growing up with your kids where you track the days leading up to Christmas? No. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, I think it's, so. It's kind of a traditional Christmas thing. And, you know, you'd have a calendar and you'd cross off the days. And then when I was a kid, you kind of had these fancy calendars that had little doors or windows and you could look in the window flip it up and it'd be a a christmas character or it would be you know something resembling the holiday is it you tracking so far i I know what you're talking about but that was wasn't anything our family so i had i had those when i was a kid but it was always chocolate (laughs) you got a new piece of chocolate every day that's cool well anyway so uh a few years ago someone introduced me and my family to they make lego advent calendars mm-hmm. and every day of the you know month of december leading up to christmas you get to have a, your child take out the little and it's like a little micro you know it might be 10 or 12 15 little tiny pieces and they put it together and so theodore has really been enjoying his lego star wars advent calendar and it's probably one of nice. my favorite things that i get with him uh throughout the year because he gets hmm. so excited about it and then, uh, you know, he, he's six now. Before this, I'd have to help him put it together. Now he's put it together himself. But there, some of them get pretty challenging. So I kind of am the, uh, the proofreader of the, uh, uh, the little project. So that's been fun. Kyle, you, know what, the, you know what I'm talking you're, about. <laughs> so you're the uh, construction manager? You just kind of watch what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it now. But he gets so excited, and it, it really is kind of neat to have just a little thing to experience together leading up to Christmas. So yeah, that's, that's kind of awesome. my that's kind of my little what's up. Kyle, what's up with you, sir? I, um, I know you, you know what? I know you've got to have a cruise on the calendar. I actually do, but it's at the end of January. So I guess when this comes out, yeah. <laughs> so how many cruises are you doing a year now? Uh, normally two to three. Yeah, something like that. So we don't. This one coming up, is it a new ship, a different destination? Or? It's the biggest ship I've ever been on. It is the Mardi Gras is the one we're going on. It's the first one that ever had a roller coaster on it for Carnival. So oh, wow. pretty exciting. How uh, many and days? then it's it's going to be seven with just Cherish and I. So um, hmm. Weston will be in school. So grandma is going to come hang out with him and the animals while we are away cool so where all all are you going um this one goes to uh, grand turk amber cove and nassau i think hmm. okay. something like that 
I guess, out of Miami? No, this one's actually out of Port Canaveral. They gotcha. moved the moved it over to Port Canaveral, yeah. I don't fly unless I absolutely have to because <laughs> I'm a big dude. And uh, I don't want to drive, what is that, 13 hours from here to Miami? So Oh, every the, bit of it. Yeah, yeah we do the eight race. hours to uh, the eight hours to uh, Orlando, and yeah. then stay overnight in Orlando, and then drive into Port Canaveral the next morning. Yeah, and uh, of course you cruise on a regular basis. I don't. Mm-hmm. I guess by this point you don't feel any uneasiness with COVID or anything like that. No, man. I mean, a hundred percent honest with you. Cruises were never the healthiest things that you could do in the world, you know, because it's a lot of people in a smaller space. Mm-hmm. So, but as long as you just, as long as you're cleaning your hands and stuff like that on a regular basis, you're pretty well fine. And these days, I feel like, especially around the holidays and things, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it, you know? Yeah. That's just how I feel. Just keep but. the immune system built up with some good <laughs> vitamin D and some vitamin C. Those are good starting points. So, mm. what about you? Sean? Oh, but I, oh, sorry, Kyle. Kyle wasn't done. Uh, well, I did have a real <laughs> what's up. Uh, oh, that wasn't that wasn't the real what's up, huh? Okay. No. Uh, so, actually, the same week as our gathering of eagles, which is a great event, a uh, fantastic event, I had a great time. Um. We were also doing our St. Jude Radiothon, and uh, we broke a new record, for the, so I for was quite ra- excited about that. Was it the radio station? Yeah, yeah, oh. US 101, the radio station I'm on. Wow, that's um, awesome. We do St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. We did, uh, we raised $670,000 for the kids of St. Jude, so wow. um, that's and amazing. pretty incredible. If I'm not mistaken, I saw in a national publication among all the country music radio stations across the country us 101 was fourth yeah I raising think so. the most money wow mm-hmm. way to go you guys out of how many it was what 25 or 35 radio other radio stations it was oh, a long yeah. list. I, it's probably even more than that but they do them at different times so and, and jared when you think about it chattanooga is what they consider a mid-sized market it's of course in, right in in the nielsen ratings it's ranked number 89 on the chart as far as uh, cities across the united states mm-hmm. and for a city the size of chattanooga to be a top five radio station yeah, that's a big deal raising that amount of money is uh, quite an accomplishment it's incredible way to go kyle and for any of yeah. our new listeners who may be listening to this your first episode uh, there's something important you should know and that is that Cubmaster Kyle is also mm-hmm. a radio star. So you heard it here first. We'll let you guess which uh, which I don't know about which, star. which cowboy Kyle he is, but oh man, dang it. I, he's cowboy I Kyle say it. and he's big daddy Kyle. <laughs> he has more than one radio name. He's a, yeah. a real personality, they say. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh my what's up, you know, I haven't done anything uh, really that extra special. Um I've been working on um some home projects oh getting really? yeah just trying to, to get things in the garage better organized and going through closets and clearing out old clothes and taking them to the samaritan center and um so you know and then my typical uh going to the gym every day i have i've always watched a lot of football but it seems like this year i've watched even more football it's been some good football 
Yes, especially, there has. Especially uh, that last week of uh, November. Uh, the what do they call it? Rivalry uh, Saturday. Yeah, and and there's been some good pro games. Well, I've been too. watching more pro. I mean, I always watch a lot of college, but I found myself watching more pro games this year than I have in the past. Go Titans! Or I'm so, supposed to say something like "Tighten up" or something. That's that's a weird thing. It wasn't. Like I'm a that. big Falcons fan. I know. I know. Yeah, it's good. You guys have uh, did you guys beat the Saints recently? Yes, I mean that's that's the sure first did. time in a while for the for the Saints to sure to lose like that. So did yeah. y'all see where the uh, former Titan actually moved to Chattanooga and passed away a couple weeks ago too? I heard that, but I didn't know he had moved to Chattanooga. Which one was that? Yeah, uh, was it Whitecheck? Man, I was forgot Frank, his name. Was it Frank Whitecheck? It was. It was, was. Whitecheck. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. he moved here. I didn't know he moved here either. Yeah, he had recently moved here. It didn't say where in Chattanooga he lived. It just said that he had moved to Chattanooga. Hmm. Recently is what He's it said. He's part of so. the Music City Miracle. Mm-hmm. Frank Wycheck. Remember that uh, that play hmm. where he threw the pass down the sideline and the last had the last minute touchdown to beat the Bills to mm-hmm. make it to the Super Bowl? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually I got to meet him when he was. He was a sideline reporter for the Titans after he retired on the field. Hmm. He started working for the Titans radio network, and I had gone there to visit with them on game day one day, and I got to meet him. So, Hmm. pretty cool experience. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. All right. It's time for us to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into the Scouties. We've got that and more as we continue. For Jared Pickens, Cubmaster Kyle. I'm Sean Whitfield and more Scout on Chattanooga to come after this brief message. We'll be back with more. This is Scout on Chattanooga, the podcast. Did you hear that? The outdoors are calling. Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Camping, hiking, shooting sports, wilderness survival, and so much more. Your new adventure is waiting for you in a Scouts BSA troop. Go to CherokeeAreaBSA.com to find your path to youth leadership. For more than 100 years, the Order of the Arrow has recognized scouts and scout leaders who best exemplify the scout oath and law in their daily lives. Arrow men are known for maintaining camping traditions and spirit and for providing cheerful service to others. OA service, activities, adventures, and training for youth and adults are models of quality leadership, development, and programming that enrich and help to extend scouting to America's youth. For more info on the OA and scouting in our area, Area, visit CherokeeAreaBSA.com. Now back to Scout on Chattanooga. As we continue Scout on Chattanooga, I am Sean Whitfield along with Jared Pickens and Cubmaster Kyle. And it is now time for the 2023 Scouties Awards. And the Scouties is um, an award that if you receive this today, you should feel proud and you should feel honored. This is a very distinguished Award to receive. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats and welcome to the 2023 Scouty Awards. Now, here's your host, Jared Biggins. Hold on, don't put it on. And come, Master Kyle. (laughs) Hey, for real, can we get music added to this? Can we? Yeah. Can we? That would be super cool. I'll put a little something underneath her. 
I was trying to there do you the, go. Uh, I was trying to do a little bit of that, but it was a little off offbeat. Uh, all right, Jared, get us started. <laughs> uh, Who is our first recipient of the twenty twenty three Scouties? Uh, well, Sean, thank you for that great introduction. So, just to to talk about the meticulous award selection committee process, um, I will now turn it over to Cubmaster Kyle. <laughs> Um, well, it's a very strenuous process um, where multiple individuals, meaning two, <laughs> sit down on a Zoom meeting 30 minutes before we start recording. Hold on, now. hold on. Kyle, Kyle, that is not a fair statement. We began talking about the Scouties and how we needed to sit down together months ago. That's true. And we That's even, true. we even, for some of these, we even said, middle of the year, you know mm-hmm. what? This is going to come back up at the Scouting, isn't it? Yeah. And, That's true. And I would look at you and say, yes, it probably will. So, is a, is a, is a difficult burden that the committee bears. Uh, and uh, hopefully we don't make any gaffes like opening the wrong envelope. Mm-hmm. Uh, like PricewaterhouseCoopers at the Oscars a few years ago, that would be bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is fun to do every year, Sean. Um, for us to think critically about um, some things that interact with the podcast, and so we tried to think about: all right, are there, are there any special guests that we thought were really outstanding? What about any scouting volunteers that we've interviewed or talked about? Any scouting mm-hmm. discussion points, community uh, discussion points. And so, uh, really excited about uh, about doing this for the second time, and just a little bit of a, a shout back to last year um, among some of the recipients of last year's were Mayor Weston Womp, uh, Bob Cole King, Dan Cassegrand, mm-hmm. our very own Sean Whitfield, for John the, Klein, John Klein, uh, Jim mm-hmm. Dodrell, a few locations, and uh, uh, even a very important plumber, plumber. award. Yeah. And even this least appropriate scouting wardrobe award that was <laughs> that was for our very own Sean Whitfield, and he is giving me daggers oh across the table. And I'll have you know that after much deliberation, Sean, Kyle, and I have decided to bury the hatchet. <clears throat> I mean, retire the award. Mm-hmm. You will you will not see. Any more least appropriate scouting wardrobe awards? No, I think it should so. live on. <laughs> just, I think it's okay. a badge of honor. But well, maybe we'll have you give it out. Yeah. You'll have to do some. The committee will have to deliberate further. Yes. So before. Okay. All right. Let's get to it. Yeah. So before many of our listeners turn this podcast off, who is our first <laughs> recipient? Uh, Kyle, let's let's look here. So what do we have? Uh, you want to you want to alternate? You want me to announce the award and the, how do you want to do this? Uh, you announce the award and give us a little bit about it, okay. and then I will announce the winner. How about that? Okay, back at it. All right, for our first award today, the category is best guest conversation. The best guest conversation. You know, we are so fortunate for now almost three years in a row to have some really incredible community guests that join us for our main interview and this year was no exception to that and uh, we're just so thankful that they would be willing to come on and talk to our scouting and other mm-hmm. community uh, we're always surprised at um, the things about scouting our guests agree with and the ways in which they're ready and willing to help us grow our important movement and with that I'll turn it over to you Kyle 
All right, here's the envelope. And the winner is... Congratulations to Cody Wop. Hey. District Attorney Cody Wop is the winner. She was fantastic. Yes, she was. She yeah. was a great interviewer. Mm-hmm. I'm sad I missed that interview. I wasn't there during that interview. She was so. one of our more interesting or enjoyable interviews we had this you year. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think it was also because she just was a little, I don't want to say untethered or uninhibited, but, you know, she has a real drive of what she wants to accomplish for our community. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes it a really interesting subject topic. And, and being a woman in such a prominent leadership role of elected, uh, being an elected fi- official. So if you're someone out there listening and you miss this podcast, be sure and check it out. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a couple of months ago, and uh, it's titled Cody Womp, by our Hamilton County District Attorney. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, and I think on that, Sean, to your point, I think I learned there's 28 public defenders. <clears throat> Yeah, or attorneys. She's got a large for the, staff. It's a large. It's much bigger than you think. And we got a lot of crime in Hamilton County. Well, it's a big, big county. Yes, you know. So, way to go. Uh, next award. Are we ready for the next award? Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's the next go. next award is also community focused, and that is the award for the best community advocate. You know, sometimes we have guests um, on the show, and they they talk about something they're incredibly passionate about. Or we learn something really new about our community. Um, I can think of, of guests in the past, even like uh, Rich Mazingo, I think a couple of years ago came on, talked about all the lookouts information. Uh, we had uh, Mayor Kelly on uh, recently, but also back uh, when he first came to office and shared some vision. And so it's always great to have someone who's a real community advocate. And with that, back to you, Kyle. All right, here we go. The envelope. Did y'all get that? It's a good sound effect. It's great. <laughs> okay. Are you going to run out of paper? <laughs> uh, no, I got plenty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the winner is Scott Martin from uh, City Parks and Outdoors. Man, Scott, I'll tell you what, a fascinating uh, discussion I remember having with him about uh, the National Park City campaign that they're brewing up, about opportunities for service, about uh, Kyle, I, I remember him talking about the acreage deficit that he's looking to mm-hmm. solve where we need i think was it 600 acres of green space that uh we'd like to that we know the city of chattanooga needs to develop in order to maintain the uh appropriate park square footage to residents if i'm getting yeah. that correct yeah i think it was yeah and uh so congratulations uh to scott martin and really want to thank them in the parks department for everything they're doing to raise awareness for the outdoors and create great spaces to do scouting um, okay, I'm going to uh, skip around for just a minute here, Kyle, and okay. I'm going to go down to a, a really important award, uh, a new award this year, um, and that is the Least Effective Footwear Award. Ooh. The Least Effective Footwear Award, and <laughs> this one was really difficult. Uh, the committee was was torn at many angles. Uh, yeah. Especially because, you know, we've had such historical wardrobe awards. We wanted to make mm-hmm. sure this one, one stood out, and uh, I, I hope we made the right selection. Uh, Kyle? Yeah, here we go. The uh, envelope. Least effective footwear. There you go. Uh, big congratulations going to Rob Miller. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Rob. <laughs> I, bet, I bet I know what that's for, Kyle. Because uh, Oh, it's we, definitely for wood badge because he themed it to vans. <laughs> Last fall, I think it was last fall, Rob came into the office 
and he uh-huh. and he was wearing these like kind of hip sneakers, you know. And I was like, "Hey, man, what's up with the with the Vans? It's you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of hip for you." And he was like, "It's gonna be the wood badge theme." <laughs> and I said, "Okay." Uh, and okay. he had his whole vision. Like, yeah, we're gonna have the patch. We're gonna everybody's gonna staff are gonna wear Vans. It's gonna be awesome. And so, uh, so there you go, Kyle. That's what I know, Kyle. You probably know more. Yeah, and uh, the funny thing was, was by the second weekend, most or at least half of the staffers wasn't wearing the Vans anymore because their feet hurt so much from the first weekend we were up there. <laughs> yeah, and if you if you want to know what the terrain at uh, Skymon is like, you could uh, rewind about a year and a half and hear about uh, our very own Sean Whitfield's first visit to Skymont mm-hmm. and because I remember I he, thought you guys were about to and he said, give that to no, me. No, 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 we won't give you. We're not going to discuss the that article of word no, that just, everyone uh, has pictured in their mind now, but I remember after you got back uh, from that, you were like, I don't know if it was it was on the podcast or it was offline, you're like, hey, like those trails are like like trails. Rough on a mm-hmm. pair of sneakers. Yeah, and, and so can you imagine, Sean, I, I think you had some supportive yeah, tennis shoes. Yeah, right? they're like running shoes. But can you imagine doing it with like Vans, like flat? Yeah, you yeah. know, and that'd be pretty painful. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be wearing those. But it was a really cool theme uh, that they had, Kyle, and uh, really a, a great job to uh, yeah to Rob. And for anyone out there who who doesn't know what Wood Badge is, it's just uh, an extensive adult leadership training opportunity, which puts adults in a position to understand what scouts their youth scouts may feel like going through the scouting program in hopes of making their unit program even better. So mm-hmm. thank you to uh, to Rob and all of his staff who helped make a really successful wood badge course in 2023. Yeah, it was uh, pretty incredible, but the van's still a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> still a bad idea. Uh, uh, Going to stick around for uh, uh, the Service in Action Award. Ooh, Service okay. in Action. This year, uh, the committee decided that we might throw in a few unit-type awards. This is the first mm-hmm. of uh, three. Now, the whole different... unit will not get the patch, by the yes, way. Yes, thank you. Yes, so you get one patch um, to take, and you can uh, attach it to your unit flag or... Put it in your meeting place, or if you're the unit leader, come and gets it, and you just want to wear it, you can do that too. Yep. But the Service in Action Award was specifically designed in mind to recognize a scouting unit who not just did a community service project, because all of our units do amazing community service, but to recognize mm-hmm. a unit for doing something really and truly unique and, uh, and partnering with a, with a local community agency. And for that, I'll turn it over to Kyle for the Service in Action Award. All righty. The winner is... That would be from Hickson, Tennessee, Pack 3172. Congratulations. Way to go, Pack 3172. And uh, I, I, this is a fairly recent uh, community service project. Like I mentioned, we've, we've had several that have stood out over the year. But this one really came in at kind of at the last minute to take the cake. And mm-hmm. uh, what Pack 3172 did, I think they had maybe 40 of their parents and, and siblings and scouts go down to the waterfront of the Tennessee mm-hmm. River. And they actually worked to paint with, with Outdoor Chattanooga, the wing of Chattanooga Parks and Rec that works mm-hmm. down there. 
um, and some of their officials, they worked to paint a, uh, a deterrent onto trees to prevent, I believe it was beavers, from destroying these trees, which hold the sediment in on the side of the river and create uh, that beauty that you see down there. Am I getting this right, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, I believe you are. Yeah, it was... Uh Super cool project to be able to team up with uh, with the with outdoor Chattanooga down there as well. If if you live in Chattanooga and are in any way connected to the newspaper or Twitter or X or Facebook or Instagram, you probably saw this being circulated. Got a lot of really positive press. I think it's just it was just fascinating, just so interesting, and I think it's always incredible when service can be done, but it can raise awareness about needs in our community too. And so I just think about. How many people now know that that is a problem that needed to be fixed and uh, is demonstrative of the great wildlife we have in town as well? Um, and with that, we'll move on to the next award. And this is uh, kind of a, a, an individual award, kind of an event-based award. And that is for Best Scouting Activity. You guys know we have many, uh, close to 100 different activities throughout the year. And uh, several of them are larger and better attended. Some of them also, maybe they're not large, but they have a great program for the youth that do. But uh, this particular person and event had all of that. Had the attendance, had the quality program, had the timing, great weather, you know, because we know they definitely organize that. And for that, I'll turn over best scouting activity to Kyle. All right, here we go. And the winner of that is Jennifer Strand with the Adams Family uh, themed Coven family from this past October. <laughs> okay, okay, now Kyle, now Kyle, did the committee mm-hmm. offer any insight as to why? Because I think you had something to do with that event as well. Weren't you like uh, the event chair or director <clears throat> of this? I was the camp director, which is like the paperwork guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Just just the paperwork. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it really. Um, Jennifer just breathes her heart and soul into this thing, and just makes it what it is. I mean, you know, I would help her come up with some of the ideas of some of the activities we're doing, or maybe help with the t-shirt design, some stuff like that. But I mean, she's the one that truly breathes life into this program, and you can definitely see through the years how. Um, how it has affected attendance, you know, just mm. how hard she puts her work into it. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations, Jennifer. Incredible event. You know, me and my pack were there for that, had a great time. So I, I can definitely see uh, why her in that event uh, won that award. So congratulations, Jennifer and Fall Cub and family. Um, I'm going to do one more uh, adult uh, award. And then move on to another unit, and uh, the adult award category is for best safety advocate. So best safety advocate. So this is an individual who's worked tirelessly over the year to work on some new elements uh, to make people aware of and train them about how to have safe scouting activities. And I will turn it over to Kyle for the announcement. All right, and that winner is... Amanda Smith. Congratulations, Amanda. You know, she's really a huge part of our uh, great Hiawassee River raft race and stuff like that. Yeah, I I mean, specifically, and not to take anything away from Shannon Ward and the awesome event organizers who do organize that event, but over the last few years, 
Amanda has resurrected our Whitewater Safety Committee and mm-hmm. has specifically worked on the safety boaters, you know, each raft. What, Kyle, why don't you just explain the raft situation real quick? Well, um, with each raft that the kids build during, like, the Great Hiawassee Raft Race, you know, they build these, but they have to have safety boaters with them. And I believe it's two per boat. So you have to have two safety boats to each raft that has been built and it's a big responsibility you have to have as a safety boater you have to have several different certifications to be able to um to do that and to do it safely so um big kudos to amanda for you know putting that together and making sure that our kids are safe while they're out there awesome work amanda congratulations uh well said kyle um the next award is a fun award we're calling it the scouting me in award the scouting me in does this sound funny when i say it out loud kyle you like kind of yeah it's funnier than when we were first talking about it yeah i I think i like it even more now (laughs) the scouting me in award and uh what we did uh amy and barbara our membership executives will like this is uh the committee we looked at what are the top three or four units in our council Mm-hmm. In terms of the total new youth they recruited into their unit this year in 2023. And just to put it uh, at scale, there were 600. This is to, to date. So there's still a little time. So there may be a couple more. 656 mm-hmm. new youth recruited in 2023 in this county. That's 656 awesome. new youth. And of course, each of those represents on average a, a whole family of people who are going to be involved in scouting. And uh, so we looked at the top uh, three or four, and I'm going to turn it over to Kyle to uh, to make the award announcements, and uh, hopefully he'll start at the bottom and work his way to the grand champion. Yeah, so- and let me tell you, the um, we just we do want to say thank you to everybody that that worked in recruiting. I Absolutely. mean, it takes an army to try to get the 656 new kids uh, involved in scouting. It's not just any one single unit where talking about the units that did the most today but that definitely could be you next fall so um we do want to and only the top gets the the patch yes right the top Mm -hmm. so so and i I will say we do have a tie uh but i'll break that to you here in a second okay okay so uh third third here we go third place kyle third place is which is kind of technically fourth place i guess since we have a tie <laughs> i don't know uh but we're gonna say pack four uh, brand new yeah Woo! new pack to the council it's jared's pack uh 22 new kids this fall yeah 22 total new kids and those 22 joined in the fall this year awesome cool so big congrats to Thanks. pack four uh then in second place from signal mountain uh, pack 3116. A big congratulations to them. Over the course of 2023, they had 26 new scouts. Wow. This past fall, 19 new just in the fall alone. So wow. pretty Great awesome job. right there. Super. And then time for our tie. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Uh, big congratulations to uh, Pack in Ottawa, Cub Scout Pack in Ottawa, and a Cub Scout Pack in Ringgold. 3147 and 3177 both tied in both categories. So that's pretty incredible, right? Wow. What are the yeah, what 30 are the, Yeah, go ahead. 
32 new youth over the course of 2023, and in the fall alone, they had 2024 new scouts. Wow, 24 new scouts each. That's incredible. So just that, so to put that to scale, because the third slash fourth place is my unit, I can say this, right? So our Cub Scout pack has 28 total kids. So you're saying the top winners recruited more kids in the fall than in my whole pack, period. Yes, wow. essentially, yes. That is incredible. Congratulations. It's pretty awesome, isn't it, right? So 3147 and 3177 from Udwa and Ringgold, respectively. Wow. Tremendous work, and congratulations to those leaders uh, for their hard work and efforts. All right, so we're just a little over halfway, so I am going to take over announcing the awards, and then you give the winner out this time. Let's do it. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, switching it up a little bit. All right, our next award, uh, we're actually talking about different trips that uh, units or groups of scouts have taken this year. So not necessarily something that has happened in our council, but has happened outside of our council that uh, members of our council have traveled to. So uh, this is going to be the best trip planner award. Best trip planner award. Yeah. That's Best it. Trip Planner Award. And uh, I'm going to let Kyle open the envelope and hand me oh, that. Yep. Uh, hand there me you go. that. Uh, okay. Thank you. There you go. Uh, okay. Got it. Um, and the winner of Best Trip Planner is Tim Knight. Now, I think, that, I think that must have something to do with the National Jamboree this year, Kyle. Just a hunch. Yeah. Just a yeah, hunch. I, I would very much say so. Uh, a lot of planning goes into place. It's um, like two years in the making planning going to these national jamborees. So uh, huge, big, huge congratulations to Tim. Uh, he literally filled the bus. <laughs> literally. 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 And 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 the planning, you mentioned two years. I think uh, Tim condensed that, you know, like I think we only had a year and a half, maybe even just a year to do it and there's so much extra work because remember for a a jamboree trip or any type of a council contingent to a high adventure base you're taking adults and kids from other units and bringing them together creating a a kind of an ad hoc temporary unit where they're all going to work together and so there's a lot of moving parts and extra planning and camp outs and i even remember uh, specifically um, back in the spring uh, when they were getting ready and they got their tents in, I, I think Tim had to set up all their tents in his front yard and water test their tents oh, wow. that they were taking. So way to go, Tim, and appreciate your leadership and effort. Um, great job, Kyle, on the announcement. And now on to the Best Community Partner Award. Oh, now I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to oh, sorry. talk about this, right? Go ahead. Remember? Yep, yep, it's you. So our next award is the Best Community Partner Award. And uh, this is talking about, uh, you know, our partners out in the community that help with scouting, you know, that help us be able to continue scouting, to help us grow scouting in our area, to help us keep kids in scouting. So I get that's kind of a quick synopsis, but let's go ahead and give it away. And then we'll talk a little bit more about this in uh, individual. So uh, here you go, Jared. Okay. And the winner of Best Community Partner is Jim Morgan and Boys and Girls Clubs of Chattanooga. Wow. Congratulations, Jim. Uh, Jim. Oh, yeah. I forgot. 
Well, I was just going to say he's been a huge help uh, with getting uh, Scout Reach kicked off again, um, yep. where it kind of got shut down from the pandemic. Um, huge advocate for scouting. He's an Eagle Scout himself and um, has been huge into scouting and helping us try to get uh, more kids in scouting and to keep them in scouting. Absolutely. And uh, just incredibly grateful for Jim and Boys and Girls Club's uh, willingness mm-hmm. to be a host location. Uh, so for those of you who don't know what ScoutReach is or how we're doing it right now, uh, the majority of our, our inner city, um, urban, uh, low, uh, at-risk uh, youth uh, programs, we have several hundred youth that are participating in those meetings every week. And the majority of them are meeting at Boys and Girls Club locations. And what's incredible about that is that Hamilton County Schools actually has bus programs already in place and relationships already built with the boys and girls clubs so that basically mm-hmm. amy and barbara and our volunteers that go into the schools and recruit in some of these challenged areas are able to tell these kids hey look you're going to be able to get on a bus get to the boys and girls clubs and participate in a scouting program every week and then additionally we've partnered with them over the last couple of years to do an hour of scouting a week as a part of their summer day camp which hits hundreds more uh youth as a part of that and so just incredibly uh, uh grateful for for jim's help and a couple of shameless plugs jim has actually personally helped with some of the scout meetings at brown academy and mm-hmm. also is a citizenship and society merit badge counselor on the side so i know many of you listening probably remember interacting with jim uh through that as he's helped some of our youth through that uh, important merit badge that's required for eagle scout now so congratulations yep. jim and the boys and girls clubs of chattanooga Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to our next one. This one is going to go to a troop. So we're going to involve a troop this time around. We're going to call it the Troop Eagle Trek Award. Now, troop let me. Eagle Trek, huh? Yeah, so what this is, is this is logged service hours for Eagle Scout projects. So this oh. is when you go in and put in the service hours that your unit has done okay okay so for eagle, <clears throat> this for, is going for eagle scout projects so it's not all yes. the service it's, it's not all service community from, service this okay. is just eagle scout projects and cool. i will say when the committee was looking at this overall seven thousand four hundred and twenty eight total hours worked on eagle scout service uh projects that's more hours in than sean whitfield spends in the gym and that's that's saying a lot right there, isn't it? That's a it? lot of hours. <laughs> that's right, a whole lot of work. <laughs> there, there he is. There he is. There you go. Okay. And, uh, oh, oh man, you three papers? Three papers mm-hmm. on this one. Okay. That's right. So this is like a like a third, second, and a, and a winner overall, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's okay. right. Mm-hmm. All right. In third place for the Troop Eagle Trek Award... We have Troop 10 from Cleveland, Tennessee, 525 hours from their Eagle Scout project so far in 2023. 525 hours. Wow. Well done, Troop 10. In second place, Troop 1020 from Saudi Daisy, 755 hours uh, in their Eagle Scout projects uh, for young people this year, Troop 1020 and Saudi Daisy, which, unless I'm mistaken, is a girl troop. That's uh, right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. congratulations, young ladies. Excellent work. And, of course, their leaders. And then overall, the grand champion, the winner of the prestigious Scout on Chattanooga, the podcast patch, mm-hmm. is Troop 
172 of Hicks in Tennessee, 838 hours. 838 hours. Wow, congratulations. For that unit so alone, that's awesome, yeah, right? That's just the, what's crazy is that's less than 100 hours difference from Troop 1020, our second mm-hmm. place runner-up. So congratulations, Troop 10, 1020, 172, and of course, all of our uh, troops that are out there, um, all together, over 7,000 hours of Eagle Scout service project hours. It's absolutely incredible, and we know you don't do it for the recognition um, but for the three troops we announced and for everybody else, um, great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when we say that, um, you know, scouting literally changes communities, it it really does, not just in the youth, but in the uh, the overall look of the community, the overall help that's being given out. Uh, and not just Eagle Scout projects. Uh, again, just a huge congratulations and thank you to everybody uh, that took part in a community service project this year. Indeed. All right. Uh, let's move on. We brought it back because it was so popular last year, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, very important Plumber Award. You know, last year was John Klein, John Klein. Um, during Skymont Scout Reservation. Uh, what a guy. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Because he'd done, because he'd done a lot of repair work during summer camp, yeah. going around fixing and delivering. And this was the old latrines that we're talking about, just so everybody knows. Okay, um, last with John okay. Klein, yeah, yeah. Right. when he won, that was actually 2020, 2022's summer camp 2022. that he did that. At. Wow, seems yeah. so long ago. Okay, excellent. it does, right? All right, here, All right. let's get you the envelope. All right, can I get the paper, please? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the winner is for the very important plumber award, Bill Clegg. <laughs> now hold on, hold on, hold on. I know for a fact Bill did not do any plumbing. No, but he definitely was a great overseer of it. Oh, because he built thirteen bathhouses with yeah, the bathhouses. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> and and two showers in every uh, in every bathhouse as well. That's so. right. There you go. Yeah. It's it's almost like the very important hygienist award, almost. (laughs) It's like you get your full. It's not even just plumbing. I mean, it's a full. Hey, seriously, though, um, Bill, we're very grateful. And uh, Mm -hmm. for anyone who's been out to to Skymon in the last six months, you've seen, you know, these 13 new bathhouses. And uh, that's a tremendous amount of work. Bill Clegg volunteered his time as the general contractor. There's no way we could have done it without him. And so uh, I guess one way to win a plumber award is to build all new restroom facilities at Skymont. Certainly well-deserved, and mm-hmm. thank you, Bill, for that. Yeah, and also thank you for helping us encourage our kids to shower more than once during that week <laughs> while they're up there during summer camp as <laughs> That's well. That's a great point. Excellent, <laughs> excellent, excellent point. All, all right, right, final award. We have decided to begin a new award that uh, will start from henceforth and it is are you ready drum roll please <laughs> it's the golden scouting yes the golden this is for uh, yeah it's kind of like a fancy way of saying volunteer of the year hmm. um, but we are naming it in honor and we'll continue it past this year but it's in honor of the 50th anniversary of Skymont beginning so. in this wow that's really cool beginning in honor of the 50th anniversary of mm-hmm. summer camp at skymont sky division that's it very so, cool. okay 
Are we ready, ladies and gentlemen? Here, let me give you that. Uh, let me hand you this envelope here. Mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I get to do this one? Sure. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, big congratulations going out to the GOAT. Greg Lee is a big winner of the Golden, <laughs> Golden Scouting. <laughs> are we going to have to, is he going to do like an acceptance speech or something? Is this the... I hope not. He's a little, he's almost as long-winded as you are sometimes. <laughs> well, you got to laugh out of Sean on that one. So, uh, hey, uh, well, that's uh, a great, that's a great, that's a great one there. Well, wait, Kyle, how does uh, Jared do it at a board meeting or at some of the other... You'd have to be you, at a board meeting. You, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's got a <laughs> singer. <laughs> no, he does the one. The class. last board meeting I was at a uh, a memorial, so I couldn't be there. Mm-hmm. But well, thanks, uh, now I feel like a dummy. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it, Sean. I was at a celebration of life memorial, by the way. Yeah. Now you should really feel low. I feel great. <laughs> but feel we, how do great. you how do you go? You do. One clap or two claps? I don't know. How, how do you do that? I change it up. Kyle, yeah. do you remember exactly how it. it goes? Well, if it's one person, it's one clap. Oh, it's and one if clap. it's two people, then it's two claps. Have so. you ever looked around the room after he gets to about his second or third time of doing that? <laughs> everybody and everybody just looks so happy. Everybody's kind of looking at each other like, what's this fool doing? I right. just put a smile. You know, you, you don't want to take yourself too uh, strongly or importantly, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I like to keep it light. Well, look, back to Greg Lee. He's had a big year, okay? Greg Lee has had a big year. He retired as the Scoutmaster of Troop 224 this year. Uh, He had his final year of participating as a staff member in Wood Badge as the historian. I forgot about that. That's a good point, Kyle. Mm -hmm. Uh, He became the aquatics director at Skymont Scout Reservation. That's a lot of work. That's a yes, lot of work. A lot of work. Like he had to go to national camp school for that. For a week. Uh, and then, was. yeah, I think so. And then uh, he's also our vice president of program. So yeah. any kind of uh, programming activities that you see out and about, um, Greg has a big to do with that. So congratulations, Greg. Well earned. And uh, you can't earn it twice, I hear. So. The Golden Scouty. Well, while we've been doing this uh, almost an hour Scouty, Jared has drank almost a gallon of water, so it's time for us to take a break. <laughs> I do. I, I, I am swimming That a is bit. a good idea. You know, I tell you what, a scout is courteous and kind, and Sean, I know you don't know that, but that really was courteous and kind, so thank you. I appreciate <laughs> yes. that. I you are getting break. in your uh, plenty of water today. I'm impressed. Hey, man. You know. But when you do that, you got to take a break. So, I'll take it whenever you get all it. All right, it's time for us to take a break. We got a lot more Scout on Chattanooga to come in just a moment. But in the meantime, I'm Sean Whitfield along with Jared Pickens. Cup Master Kyle, stay with us. We'll be back with more. This is Scout on Chattanooga, the podcast. Every scout deserves a trained leader. Join us Saturday, February 3rd for the University of Scouting at Chattanooga Prep. Come share in this great learning experience with scouters from across the Cherokee Area Council at all levels of scouting. Registration is just $30 and includes lunch and a day of classes for learning and networking. The 2024 University of Scouting, February 3rd. But hurry, registration closes February 1st. Go to the calendar at CherokeeAreaBSA.com to sign up today. There are lots of ways to be a kid. My way is to take a road that's not easy. So it's a good thing I'm an adventurer. That's why I'm going to be a Cub Scout. 
because scouting will guide me to really big things. It will teach me to navigate the woods with confidence and to navigate the world with confidence too. Scouting will show me a kid who is brave, trustworthy, loyal, and kind. A kid who is always prepared. A kid who is me. So scout me in. Now back to Scout on Chattanooga. As we continue Scout on Chattanooga, I am Sean Whitfield along with Cubmaster Kyle and CEO Jared Pickens. Gentlemen, I tell you what, today is memorable. 2023 <laughs> scouting. <laughs> we, we know it's your my year, episode of the year. My 2023 just wouldn't have been complete without today's show. I know it wouldn't. And it's Man. very nice of you to say that, Sean. You Thank know, you. Here's the deal, Sean. We got to give the community and, and, a break. You know, we're inviting new community guests every month. This is the one time mm-hmm. we don't have a guest. We go from the mayor. We go from the district attorney <laughs> to, to, to the scouts, to Kyle and Jared. There's just no in between. It's a. It's Let me a, tell you, the very jolt. important plumber jolt. is an important thing it's when it jolt. comes to to scouting. Well, here, here's the, here's the deal. All right, Sean. So I know it's not as interesting of a community guest, but. Our scouting community is a fairly close knit community. Yes, and, it is. And they and you you've experienced that from attending some of our, our big group meetings and and I'll tell you that I, I'm quite confident that every single scouting individual listening to this show knows somebody that uh, won their scouty this year. Mm-hmm. And so we go out there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and congratulate these people. You know, if they don't listen to the podcast, they may not even know they won the scouty. So, That's right. so whoever's listening to this podcast right now, you need to get out your phone and you need to text. If you know somebody who won a scouting, you need to text mm-hmm. them, message them, whatever, right now. Take your phone out and let them know. Say, hey, have you listened to this last podcast episode? And Did you know I think you, you won a prestigious award? No, don't, no, don't and, say that. Say, I think you really need to listen to this episode. Uh, hey, here's another <laughs> challenge. When you get your award, take a selfie or get someone to take a picture of you holding your patch, send it mm. to our Facebook page, and we'll post them all on our Facebook. Yeah, that'd there be great. Go. Great idea. And then if you don't know... Display you it with a, honor. And then if you don't know if you want a Scouty, in like a couple of weeks after the podcast comes out and we post it on social media, who the I, winners I was are, say, you'll be surprised. Yeah, be like, y'all should just go ahead and put it on the Facebook page of all no, the winners. No, no, we gotta wait. These, these people yeah. should be honored and recognized. On social media as well. We well, got to wait a little to. bit. We're okay? going to do that. We're going to yeah. do that. But we want it to be a surprise by listening first. You almost not have bought enough patches. You're hoping everybody know. doesn't come pick them up. Whatever. I, don't, I honestly don't know how many are left. Kyle has them all, and that's a dangerous thought. <laughs> there may not even be enough to go around. Actually, there's several left. Like several, Se- several, left. only several. several. But I opened it a bunch. It was a hundred a year ago, and now it's several. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Kyle's guys, it is about time to put a bow and just wrap up the gift for 2023. Uh, any final words about 2023 you want to say before we uh, end today's show? Well, I do want to recognize, uh, and I hope you, Kyle, I hope you don't mind me going first. I do want to recognize, you know, we talked about recruiting efforts and we recognized some of our uh, Scouting Me In awards earlier. Um, you know, this year, it's been a challenging year for scouting and recruiting uh, nationwide. It's been a, a strong year. You know, nationally, Boy Scout membership is actually down this year. Um, the Cherokee Area Council, thanks to your efforts and many others, volunteers, 
and staff is up uh, over 2% membership growth this year, uh, which puts us uh, over uh, at about 22% membership growth since our low point from the pandemic. 22% membership growth rate is uh, really terrific and uh, just Mm -hmm. can't thank you guys enough for your commitment to get kids in scouting, keep them in scouting, but also uh, to include more families and be our community's champion for values. That's what we're about and appreciate y'all making sure that our community knows and and really being teammates and collaborators towards achieving that membership growth. I think that's really the most important thing any local scout council can do right now is to get more kids in and to keep them in. And we are doing that. Um, in a time when other people aren't. And I think there's only going to be about two councils out of the six or so in the whole state of Tennessee that are going to achieve membership growth this year. So everyone out there, you're part of a really fantastic group of people among the top echelon of scout councils. So congratulations to Sean and Kyle and all of our volunteers for that great achievement. So thank you, Kyle, for letting me go first with that. (laughs) All right, Kyle, top that. Well, you know, I that just want to That was a very well it. done professional close by it was. CEO Jared. <laughs> I actually, um, I want to end it with a bit of a Cubmaster minute that I hadn't done in quite some time. I love that. Awesome. Um, you know, we all go out at night during the holiday rush and you see the Christmas lights on everybody's houses and maybe you go through one of those drive through Christmas shows or you go to like the free neighborhood, the Grinch, the Whoville one that's here mm. in Chattanooga or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, every, every time that I see those Christmas lights, it reminds me of the good deeds that scouts have done. And without scouts, our world would look like the lonely house down the street that has no holiday cheer. So I believe that that scouting is kind of like decorating a house, right? Like every good deed that we do, every community project that's done by a scout is just one more bulb of Christmas lights. And I like to see that this world is just a little more brighter thanks to the scouts in our area. So, Hmm. Well said. Well said, sir. Sean? It's been a pleasure. (laughs) <laughs> and a whole lot of fun. Well, it was I, a very wise uh, words you had there, Sean. Well, I, I will, before Sean closes, I'll let Sean close this out. But before he closes this out, I do want to say that, you know, this podcast is almost three years uh, going now. And mm-hmm. that would not be possible without two people. And that is Sean Whitfield and Kyle Croft. And, and I'll never forget the first time I've told the story several times. I won't, I'll be short, but... Um, I'll never forget when when Sean asked me, you know, do y'all have a podcast? You know, he's a new board member. I was me with, do y'all have a podcast? And I was, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like I don't think I can. You know, this is an idea. I don't think I can do anything about. And I just he, knew I was deleting your email newsletters, and I was looking for a way <laughs> to get and, more. And I'm like, so I kind of reluctantly, I reluctantly said, Sean, no, I don't think we do. You know, it's kind of out of our, you know, we don't really. I don't think we really could do that. And he goes. Well, you know, I have a studio, and that's where this whole thing happened. And then the next thing was, and you know someone who can produce the podcast, and you know. So this is really Sean Whitfield's, uh, he's very quiet behind the scenes, but it's really Sean's uh, idea, and, uh, and it's thankful to him for that. And then Kyle does a lot of the work 
behind the scenes. He produces this thing, uh, cuts out all our bad words that I say in frustration. Uh, and so, uh, and, and (laughs) much, much more for the podcast. So I know it's the end of 2023. Um, just want to say thank you to you both. Well, you're welcome, but there's one thing you left out in all that. When we were talking about that several years ago, you were also trying to think about how we could also uh, increase the awareness of scouting in Chattanooga. And then you said right after that, but we have no budget. (laughs) 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 So this made this made perfect sense. (laughs) It's a wonderful gift. It's it's been a lot of fun, hasn't it? It's been well, it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we're really developing a reputation. I I guess I said I was going to let you close. So keep thinking about what you're going to say, Sean. But I actually have the first two guests of uh, 2024 booked, and uh, one of them... Who are they? Actually, I'll tell you in a second, but one of them actually reached out to us, had someone reach out and said, hey, we saw you have this podcast, we'd love to be on it. And so I think it's great. Our first two guests of 2024 will be uh, Judge Alex McVeigh. You probably know Alex. Um, he works as a, as a circuit judge here in town. Know the it'll name. Be, it'll be a, he's a brilliant guy. He's a young guy. I think he's a Vandy grad. It'll be a fascinating interview. And the other is uh, Police Chief Celeste Murphy as well. It's going to be on the oh, show cool. in February. So it's going to be a really great start to 2024. So stay tuned. I uh, had the uh, I was fortunate enough to know uh, the last, I don't know, four or five police chiefs and have had him on my radio show, but she is not someone that I've had the opportunity to meet yet. Well, that'll so be exciting. Look forward to that. Yeah. All right, guys. Any any final words? Does that cover it for today? I, I want you to have the final words. The well, end of the year. I'm, the final I'm, words. End of the year. I'm gonna, Sean Whitfield. I'm going to bring us to a close. So here we go. Well, that's going <laughs> to do it for this edition of Scout on Chattanooga. To go to the Scout on Chattanooga Facebook page for any suggestions or comments about today's podcast. Click on the subscribe button at your favorite podcast platform for all future podcasts. And also, too, tell a friend. Tell someone you know about Scout on Chattanooga. Share the word. We would certainly appreciate it. For Jared Pickens, come Master Kyle. I am Sean Whitfield, and thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Scout on Chattanooga, presented by the Cherokee Area Council BSA. To learn more about scouting in the Tennessee Valley, join a unit, or donate and become a friend of scouting, visit CherokeeAreaBSA.org. And be sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And use the hashtag TNGAScouts to stay up to date with the youth leaders in our area.